As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Sometimes yeah. when we are running after different things, whether it is a career or a business or everything else, you have to kind of stop and see who is running and who that is and what they want ultimately. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Follow Up Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Best ever listeners, I'm excited to introduce you to our newest host that we're bringing onto the team. His name is Slocum Reed, along with myself and Ash. 
Slocum will be providing value to every interview he does. I've known Slocum for years, and I've watched his portfolio continue to grow. He currently owns and operates 65 units, including converting three units into an office building. So he's an owner-operator. He's coming from certainly a different perspective than I have. I know he's going to bring his expertise and cut through the fluff and get the best real estate investing advice ever for you. So welcome, Slocum Reed. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. And today we have Chandra Mishra with us. How are you doing, Chandra? I am doing great. How are you, Slocum? Doing great. Excited for this interview. We were just chatting about our traveling experiences before the recording. Chander is the founder and CEO of Blue Ocean Capital, which invests in value-add multifamily assets in primary markets, currently concentrating in Dallas-Fort Worth. He's the GP of over 1,800 units and LP of another 3,000 units. He works full-time as a physician and anesthesiologist specializing in cardiac and transplant anesthesia, and he's based in Colleyville, Texas, there in the DFW area. Cardiac transplant anesthesia just isn't stressful enough already, is it? You need to be doing these large real estate deals too, don't you, Chandra? Yes, yes. They're the fun part. How long have you been involved in multifamily real estate? So I've been involved in multifamily real estate since 2015, actively. Actively since 2015. Yes. Gotcha. And when you say actively, do you mean that that's when you started being a general partner and putting together your own deals? Actively means that's when I started learning this, engaging, networking, doing it, so on and so forth, and started investing, signing on loans as a KP and becoming an LP on other deals. Gotcha. So you started being a key partner as well as doing other things yeah. in 2015. Nice. Now, you said you focus on primary markets, currently Dallas-Fort Worth. Tell me about the property you most recently bought. So I live in Colorado, and it's right next to North Richland Hills. And I have been wanting to buy a smaller property because when I started into this, the first syndication I did was 170 units. So I always wanted to buy the small boutique properties. I got an opportunity to buy the 68 units, which is like 15 minutes from my home, and to use it as my like experiment ground in a way to kind of do certain renovations, see its impact, and have a lot of that kind of control on it. So we can use that as a prototype on the rest of the portfolio. So that was kind of like one of the most exciting recent acquisition, which we closed recently, end of December, December 20th. Nice. And tell me more about your plans for that property. So, in fact, I was about to get on this call. We were having a PM call on it. And we have already, the rents in Dallas-Fort Worth are kind of going crazy. In certain areas are seeing like 21% rent growth. So we cannot keep up with the rent growth because there's a time of implementation of that rent growth. Right. So... Our projections of uh, whatever the rental growth we had projected are already kind of implemented. And now we are looking to improve the common areas all those bits are in, or deciding on the paint colors and so on and so forth, which is always exciting. We only have two units available, which is already kind of renovated to and leased out. So it's basically off the bat, you know, you have 100% leased property 
So the only opportunity we have right now is to complete our exterior renovations and amenities add, which we had planned in the business plan. And that's what is going into action right now. Gotcha. And you focus on primary markets. Dallas-Fort Worth, where else are you investing? I am invested in Houston, and we also have properties in El Paso. But the advantage of me focusing in Dallas-Fort Worth has been that we have a little bit more of a cohesive team. And some of the challenges which COVID puts us through, like somebody getting sick or the team member not being available or someone leaving the job or even just accessing contractors and the base of people, you know, who make you kind of successful in general. You you, yeah. you need a whole team of people. I think that work has become a lot easier by being focused in a more concentrated area. Do you hire third-party property managers or do you manage in-house? We do hire third-party property managers. And the key, in my experience, is having a relationship. Is If you can have a relationship with the PM company and the stakeholders of the PM company, and you can have the conversation. I mean, it's no relationship is perfect, but if you can have the conversation, that helps move the properties forward much quicker. That makes a lot of sense. GP on 1,800 doors. What is the average property size in your portfolio? So on an average, property size will be above 120, 100. I think our lowest property is 150 some odd units. But we do have two properties, like the one I told you about, 68 units we just purchased, and there was another one. We had like 87 units. But mostly, I think our lowest count will be 159. Outside of those two. Yeah. Gotcha. So your portfolio by door count is larger than most of the people that I interview. And you are focused on markets that are pretty competitive. There are a lot of syndicators who are, for lack of a better term, pushed out of markets like DFW because the competition is so hot to get those properties. Within areas like Dallas, Fort Worth, where you're concentrated, Chander, what size property are you focused on acquiring now? And what other aspects of the property do you target or what is it that you specialize in? Mostly looking for value add plus B, C plus assets. Right now, we are under contract for a 273-unit portfolio, which will be closing end of either this month or with an extension sometime in February. And that's the focus, mostly being a little opportunistic and digging deeper. And that's the advantage of keeping the market small because I can kind of leverage the knowledge base of those particular markets and use that to my strength. Like, okay, this is where the rents are in this market. This is where we can push it. This is where the population is. And this is what it has done over a period of time. I think that helps a lot in deciding and paying a fair price to the seller because that's the key. The competition is there, but at the same time, there's value in relationships and so on and so forth. So you build those relationships, and then it's not about competition, but more about execution and making it easier for the seller to sell the property to you. That goes a long way. Do you specialize in your partnerships? 
are you actively involved in the offer and LOI process? Yes, that's where we roll. Yeah. Okay. Chander, I'm asking a couple of questions to build up to something that I hope will add a lot of value to our best ever listeners. For the number of LOIs that you get accepted, how many LOIs do you end up writing on a ratio? I think people look at it differently. The best ratio will be, I would say, if I'm going after a property, I try to do my homework, talk to the broker. So not a lot of LOIs are written which just go into like a waste. Okay. So there's no fun in just unnecessarily bidding on something. I would say you have one to three or one to four ratio. But we go in, we have a pricing, we won't overbid on the property. Those are the properties we will lose. But if there is a kind of like an understanding with the seller, trying to get into that understanding with the broker and the seller that this is where you want to sell the property. Hey, I'm going to send you this offer. If this is something you are interested in, I'll send it. If not, there is no use of going and wasting the time over it. So I think it's just being very discreet in your approach makes a bigger difference rather than just sending LOIs and underwriting deals like crazy. Yeah, so focusing on your relationships with brokers is not only helping you get the right deals, it's also helping you save time and not writing on the wrong deals, not having to analyze the wrong deals and not spending a lot of time on deals where you know that you wouldn't have the winning bid based on your relationship with the broker. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and also like the expectations. The broker may be your friend, but on the other hand, if the seller has an expectation that is going to capture 50% of what he will end up making over the hold of the property in his sale price, then most probably that's something we will not go for because then that puts me at a very high risk. Gotcha. Explain that further to me. So let's suppose there's a property at $10 million based on the NOI and stuff. So there's a lot of products selling at a cap rate of 3.1. So a few days ago, I got a call. Hey, I've got an off-market deal. I'm like, okay. Tell me more about it. And so I started looking at it in, in detail. I'm like, hey, this is not even penciling in at 3.16% of cap rate on a class B property, which is 80s built with a Lura contract on it on 20% of the asset. This broker is a good friend of mine. And we started having this conversation. I'm like, yes, you know, I would like this property. But on the other hand, I cannot do justice at this pricing because that's the seller's expectation to get that pricing. And I didn't proceed on it. Did you say that your seller's expectation on the pricing was based on a percentage of how much you all would make after you bought it? Yeah, because everything is on performa. If the performa yeah. is unrealistic, because they will be looking at the performa and the performa is based upon you implementing those things there at that particular property and not taking, if you don't take your implementation time into that criteria, that becomes very difficult. If the performer is assuming that you're going to get $120 rent pump the first day, you are not including the rehab time. That becomes a very complicated issue. We'll get back to the show. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to start your own syndication business? Or maybe you've tried, but you've been unable to get your first apartment deal? Well, it's hard. I know firsthand getting started in syndication is not easy. So have you considered working with a mentor? Imagine working one-on-one with a full-time syndicator who can help you do your first apartment building 
deal faster, help you avoid big mistakes, and scale your portfolio. If you feel like I'm speaking to you right now, then I want you to check out the mentoring program from my friend Michael Blanc, who specializes in helping people get started with apartment buildings. I've known Michael for many years now, and he genuinely wants to help people become financially free. He developed a proven system and has helped hundreds of people do their first apartment building deal. I know he can help you as well. To find out more, text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. I know Michael's going to take care of you. Go ahead and text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own apartment syndication business. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investing investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. So you're using your relationships with brokers to make sure you're not wasting your time pursuing the wrong opportunities or spending too much time on the wrong properties. I imagine the deals that you win, the contracts that you win, are still competitive. As highly analytical of a space as you operate in Chander with properties in that 200 plus unit space, is there a particular aspect of your underwriting, your analysis? Is there something that you're seeing that other operators and GPs in that space are not seeing that are allowing you to write the offer that gets accepted? That's a very good question. The big portion would be just looking at a deal more closely, walking the deal, understanding the deal, going to the comps, see what's around it, see what's driving it, and looking all the data sources which are available to you in that particular market. Understanding the tapestry of that, the population which lives there, and what drives that, that kind of thing, which if you kind of focus on, there's a lot of data available nowadays. And if you access, like CCIM has a site to do business, and there are other data sources all across the market. And if you get into the data and look at where the data should be, CoStar nowadays, the recent changes, they have a property level data because of their access to the CMVS database. So that can allow you to look at, okay, this is where the property is performing, and this is where it can be compared to other properties. And that's where the leverage is. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. That That's very helpful to think about the level of analysis that you're doing, giving you the opportunity to write more competitive offers on the right properties that you know you'll be able to execute on. Chander, you're a general partner in almost 2,000 doors while also keeping a profession outside of the real estate industry. I know a lot of people who get into this are doing it so that they can leave their career 
You and I were talking before the recording about some mission work, I believe, that you were doing around your profession as a, as a cardiac anesthesiologist. So I know that it's something you're passionate about. And I know that there are a lot of listeners who want to be able to balance their real estate business as it grows to be like yours while keeping their career. What advice do you have to people with regards to maintaining that balance so that they can continue to do something they love outside of real estate while also building a portfolio? I think the best locum is to know yourself. It's like whether you do real estate or you do any other job, it's no different. Getting into real estate asset management, thinking that you're going to have an easy job is kind of like a misnomer. Real estate asset management, especially multifamily space, is a very time-consuming and very resource-intensive. It's just like any other job, sometimes more stressful than any other job because you're responsible for so many other people's investments. There's always dealing with so many lives, whether they're living in your community or they're part of your PM group or they're part of your team. I think you can do anything based on what kind of teams you structure and what you're passionate about. And it does take a certain amount of dedication. It does take a certain amount of support. Creating the teams, having the right partners, having an appropriate VA or virtual assistant or somebody else which you can hire as your team grows, I think is very useful in making things work over a period of time. Having a team giving you the opportunity to delegate the tasks that don't have to be done by you. Thinking about you balancing your medical career with other endeavors and thinking back to Brandon Turner's talk at the 2021 Best Ever Conference. He talked about the Dr. Oz cut, meaning that I don't have all the details. Brandon did, and I'm just going off of his talk. But Dr. Oz is a heart surgeon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And there was one particular incision that he was particularly capable of doing that he was just focused on doing that one cut. Uh, Other people know him personally. Do you, Chander? No, I don't. No. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But but people in professions like yours are doing everything they possibly can to prepare Dr. Oz to do the one cut that he can do. Yes. Right. And having a team in real estate and being able to delegate the tasks that you don't do yourself or that don't need to be done by yourself is critical to that. It's also critical to living a balanced life. You're obviously doing that in your real estate profession when it comes to building a team and delegating all the tasks that don't need to be done by you or that don't bring you joy. Are you finding opportunities to do that as well in your medical career? That's a little bit tougher because medical career is based upon one-on-one interaction, largely. And a lot of the time, anesthesia, these are kind of like the services which are delivered to one person at one time. So that's kind of like always that. Most of the time, the services which are built by that particular physician are based upon the services you personally provided. I do run a bigger team. I'm in charge of a larger hospital, and we have over 10 physicians and 30 nurse anesthetists which work with me in that division. So the way you get that leverage and team approach is about looking at a larger perspective, not just on the anesthesia purposes, but looking at the larger perspective of delivery of care. So ultimately you are delivering care 
to a human being who is going to be there in, in any care setting. It's just like delivering a kind of like an experience, a person who lives in your apartment homes. So it's similarly, you have different facets of the team. So there is a larger role which I play in the hospital arena. And there's also like a specific role I play where I am providing that one-on-one care to the patients. So some aspects of it gets implemented when I'm providing a care at the larger level. So that's when I'm looking at a global delivery of something. How do we improve this process? Or how do we take care of this quality metrics? Or how do we deliver safer care? And so on and so forth. So it's, it's just like delivering that similar operational excellence in real estate. Awesome. That's really helpful. Chandra, are you ready for our best ever lightning round? Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Great. Chandra, what is your best ever way to give back? Is to talk to a person one-on-one. What is the best ever book you recently read? I read so many books. Sean Akers' About Happiness, if I correctly remember. The title is About Happiness? No, no. It had to do with something with your happiness. I don't remember the title. That happens to me with audiobooks as well. Yeah, it just disappears because I listen to so many of them. Chander, what is your best ever advice? My best ever advice is know yourself. It's, It's called The Happiness Advantage. (laughs) <laughs> Best ever book is The Happiness Advantage yes. by Sean Akers. Yeah. And the best ever advice is know yourself. Do you want to expound on that? Spend some time with yourself because our mind is so active. It's like having two iPhones with us, one outside and one inside your brain. And when both of those are going, the person who has those gets lost somewhere. So sometimes yeah. when we are running after different things, whether it is a career or a business or everything else, You have to kind of stop and see who is running and who that is and what they want ultimately. Chandra, where can people get in touch with you? They can reach me on my Facebook and on via email. My website is www.blueoceancap.com. You have all my social media and everything there. And of course, my email and my phone number, everything is on that. It's Blue Ocean Cap without an E. So BLUOceanCap.com. Great. Best ever listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed our conversation, please follow and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review and share this with someone who you think could benefit from what Chander has shared with us about his apartment investing and about balancing his career in the medical profession with his real estate investing in his day-to-day life. Thank you and have a best ever day.